You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's RuPaul's Drag Race After Show. Keep talking with us. <laughs> I was going to dance, but this is not for me. Jackie's giving a performance. Lip sync for your life. She's doing it. Jackie's on stage, and she is, like, giving it. Like, she's putting her all into it. So... I'm sure they're not that interested in, in that. I was I was thoroughly enjoying it. That was great. Thanks. Great family fun. Two very enthusiastic thumbs Thanks. up. Thanks. There we go. Welcome, everybody, to... I really to would want to play that part if I was in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Thanks. Another episode of Drag Race After Show. Starring... Can I my mustache? Starring... <laughs> Jackie Borowski. And what are you doing, Jackie? Um, first, I was lip-syncing for my life. And mm. now I am wearing... Butch Queen Executive Realness, courtesy of a fan, Jay Niven, 78. Um, I know my Butch Queen Executive Realness, according to Stephen Lemieux, is uh, Charlie Chaplin Realness. Oh, that's how I thought you were given, and then you gave the category, and I got all confused. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what you were giving, but I was liking it. Well, thank you. Yeah, when, I mean, I was, when I was at home, it was Toreador Realness, so I'm Troubadour, Toreador. Who's the bull person? Toreador. Toreador. Uh, or a Matador? Matador. Matador, yeah. yeah. Wow, you guys messed all that up. You know what? We're all over the map here with you this today. I just sat here with a blank face. But, but <laughs> if you guys give me suggestions, I will come dressed up. Oh my so, god, mm-hmm. there you have it. We're going to have one, a. Two, three, Jackie B. There you go. I can't. <laughs> and across from me, the lovely. We have me, your host, Tony Moore. Welcome back, Tony. Hi. I missed y'all last week. I really wish I was here last week. Uh, yeah, the fans missed you. We got some angry messages. Uh, Where's Tony? But that's okay. Yeah, He's back, back now. And look who we're joined by. Hi, everyone. Hello. hello. Who are you? I am uh, Jason J. Carter. From the pit crew. Yay. See, this Hi. is why I had to dress. Crew. This is why I had to dress in man drag, because I knew Jason would steal my thunder. Man <laughs> drag, I love it. And boy drag. Why are we still playing Sweet Dress? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> in the studio, we have, in the booth, actually, is... Hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> Steven. Steven Lemieux. Playing Lemieux. Lemieux. <laughs> Our drag uh, intro for Jackie. Um, thanks for joining <laughs> us, everyone. Cameron's not uh, with us tonight. Um, he's uh, busy doing other things, but we miss him. He's at his job. Yeah, basically. And um, we open And well. you're Kenny. Oh, yeah. I am Kenny. I feel like I'm yelling. Like, that's fine. We can hear you. Okay. I'll yeah. just whisper. Hot mic. Hot mic. I'll whisper. Hot I'm Kenny Harrison, and this is Drag Race episode six, five. Five. Sorry. Snatch game episode five. Snatch. Uh, thank you for joining us. If you're watching us on YouTube, make your comments. If you're watching us or if you're listening to us on iTunes, make a comment there. And if you're joining us live, thank you for watching us. Call us. And I apologize, I don't have the number. I know it's uh, 424-256-1729. Never knew I, it. Knew it. <laughs> I knew it. It's the only one I have I a know. good memory. Yeah, it's that's, the only one That's I what I remember from, from way, way back in the way. So, guys, <laughs> we've arrived to the Snatch Game. What do you yes. guys think of this episode? I love this episode. I always look forward to this episode on Drag Race. I look forward to the Snatch Game episode. However, Pit Crew was not on the Snatch Game we were, episode. We were, <laughs> where we were, were y'all? Me and Miles were in the beginning holding up, introducing, I winked, and first of all, <laughs> um, uh, yesterday on Twitter, a fan was like, Jason's always doing too much on the show, right? It's okay, though, because I retorted. I was like, listen, I do as directed. No, Wait, hold retorted. on. Yeah, what, what was that term again? Retorted. retorted. Not retorted. It's not a, a, retort a retort in the past. Ah, okay. I thought it was like... Like I was... Re- re- no. no. Um, but me and I Miles, know retort. Me and Miles were in the beginning of the show. But back to the episode of the Snatch Game. Yeah, I think it's one of the best episodes ever. It's season. the one that's most looked forward to. Yeah. But this season six is... Season six... 
episode of the Smash of the Snatch Game was mm, kind of lackluster. Mm. I mean, I agree. I, I would have to agree too. Somebody said that this was the best, in which I tweeted back, "Are you sure about that?" Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure there were some other Snatch Games that were a little bit better than this uh, one. Season four. I think for yeah. me, season four was really good. I think for me, I think I, I because I I watch and I see where it's going to go and. I think that it was too predictable for me. Because if you watch as RuPaul is going through the workroom, mm-hmm. they're only airing the ones that you're going to be watching. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, yeah. And if you look closely, and we should just go ahead and get into it now, the four that were safe tonight, they weren't included in her going through the right. workroom. Right. Which led to me, yeah. which led for me to believe that they they were going to be safe and that we wouldn't see them much through the yeah. Snatch Game. So, but I kind of feel like they, I don't know, in editing they like pick and choose who they're going to feature. Mm-hmm. Right. And I didn't catch on to that, that those were the, the safe ones. I was just like, as I was jotting down, I was like, oh, they missed some people. Go back and watch it and you'll see. Okay. Well, I think they, they were looking... In any reality show, you, the stronger personalities are gonna are gonna right. rise to the top, and mm. you also have to remember that the when they're creating the show, I mean, they have to have stories, and they all and the producers and the and the line producers and whatnot. They, I'm sure they have their favorites too of what mm-hmm. everyone interprets things differently. So right. you know, you may love Adore Delano, but I'm like a huge Cornyac fan, but Corny, or Milk or whoever, but a producer may not be at all enthralled with any of those four. Right. He may like. Gia Gun, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I, but as far as the Snatch Game goes, the reason why I was disappointed with it is because you, you have to really go in. Like they said, drag race is the drag Olympics. So yes. everything you do, you have to show up and show out. Yes. And I felt that, you know, it just seemed, didn't seem organic or there wasn't, there was no star factor. No, nothing moved me like it used to in the previous seasons. And, and there were some epic fails. There were some. I think there were a lot, but I think the one uh, Ben De La Creme was by far. Yes. I am a Hilarious. big Downton yeah. Abbey fan. Sure. I watch yes. it. I love Maggie Smith, and she was the only problem that I had is, and when Rue was giving the the walkthrough in the in the workroom. He was doubting. He was like, oh, I don't know if this is going to work. I've never done a British accent. And he nailed he it. He nailed, nailed it. it. And yeah. it that's was why I was like, amazing. that someone's being modest. Yeah. Well, I mean, but see, that's the thing, though. They, you know, they, they every season someone's doubting their ability mm-hmm. and doubting, right. you know, Rue clocked me in the workroom. Rue, you know, you get that, that music that's like, oh, Rue just read you, the house right. down. But um, I knew Ben was going to come with it. And at first, I was because like, "Because he's an actor. He's an yeah, actor. He's an actor. Right. Yeah. Right. And I, at first, I was just like, mm, because I don't, I don't see these when I'm when we're filming. I don't see these um, challenges. Yeah. Right. I'm like, I'm in sequestered. I don't see anything that's going on. So right. when I saw it last night, I was like, wow, Maggie Smith, not a very dynamic personality yeah. per se. Mm-hmm. Like you know, but if you watch, do funny. you watch Downton? Of course, Abbey, I watch Downton. Okay. So you know where she was pulling a lot of that. Right. Yeah, She's so, very quick witted, yeah. quick wit, and very you She's know, smart. Right. She's so. Smart. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to cut you off. Tony War, everybody. Um, did y'all notice uh, Rue's reads? Rue, when she's walking through the workroom, mm-hmm. she slightly reads them a little bit. Slightly? Right. She does it a lot. Slight, yeah, it was like, not slight. That was, <laughs> that, was nothing, that was very intentional. <laughs> right. It was like, mm, um, yeah, you're a hot mess. Uh, bye. Yeah. <laughs> you're going home. Like, <laughs> like with Gia, she's like, I'm Gia, I am not buying it. I am not buying it at all, Gia. And Gia was trying her best to explain how she was going to make <laughs> Selena funny just by <laughs> oh, saying hola and... Uh, Something pretty good. For me, was adore when she said, "Yeah, you're gonna do Yolanda and eating pizza." Yeah, I love pizza. I got shot by Yolanda. And the thing that is, as wrong as that was, I thought it's it was true. hilarious. Leave it, leave it to adore to keep it one trill to, yeah. to say exactly. I love it. And again, touching on touching on the characters I, this this season on Drag Race, I think Adore is one of the best ones because he's the most authentic and true to self on mm-hmm. camera and off camera. I can see that. And at yeah. first, much so. and I and, and I was saying when we first started this season, I, he was the one that I wasn't too sure about, and I actually would thought he would be getting on my nerves. But as the show progressed, he's becoming a favorite of mine, mm-hmm. and I really enjoy. Yeah. His Anna Nicole Smith was another one. It was uh, spot, spot on. Spot on. However, spot on. I think, I can't remember, I think it was Michelle or one of the judges said um, that when he was on the runway, it was still Anna Nicole Smith yeah. and not RuPaul. It was. Yeah. And I can kind it of see It was still a door. 
they the, saw the, a yeah, door and not, not RuPaul. No, no, but to me, one so, of the judges did. Yeah, say one that. of the judges. I think it was Heather McDonald said that you're still doing oh, Anna, Anna Nicole Smith. Nicole Smith. Yeah. I felt that. I felt it was very Anna Nicole Smith. I only felt like there were only four queens when I was watching it that I was like, okay, this is this is up to up to season six standard. Which four? Because I, I had four queens too. Okay, so mine mine were Adore. Yes. Ben, obviously. Yes, Bianca. Bianca, yes. obviously. Yeah. And then Darian Lake. Oh my god, those were the same right? four too. Nice. We're thinking yeah. the same way. I look at okay. stars by But him. however, <laughs> I will say this. I didn't see enough of Le, uh, Darian. Me neither. In the episode. But, but well, I still. she got short, 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 she, short, short stripped in the Yeah. But she was, she was still in there. Like every time someone would say something, she would, you know, retort back just right. like Bianca was. Right. So I think she probably was in there, but due to editing, I think they kind of edited her out a Which little bit. Which is what I think Logo should have an extended version of the actual Snatch game. Yes, like, like they did I would the have loved. I would love to see each one, how they answered the questions. Mm-hmm. I think that's funny. And we didn't get any you know, answers or responses from Darianne, which was kind of unfortunate because like, we know that she's like quick. Yeah. She, yeah. You know, you know, you She's funny, but we she didn't see that. I didn't. I, I She she didn't do it for me. And Laganja Estranja didn't do it. No. Oh, I mean, Lord, no. epic. And okay, you know, I'm sorry. Twitterverse, after buzzers, whatever. Not not epic foul. My I apologize for that because these 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 young men um, and these gentlemen really are talented and do amazing work on the show. Yes. However, I do feel that Laganja for for the Eleganza Estranja that she is, and all this you know fanfare that goes into her being, I for sure thought. Who was she supposed to be last night? Rachel Zoe. Rachel Zoe. Okay, for no offense, but Rachel Zoe was never ever a huge personality for no. me. You know, like, but she's still a funny personality because I used to watch the Rachel Zoe project religiously just because she's just she's just a funny little lady to me, and she's always like, oh my god. I died when I saw that. Like, just but see that you can say the same for Kim Kardashian too. Like, I don't well, feel like Gia. Those... That was suicide. It was Gia. Was, Gia again was trying to be pretty. Thing. If you've seen impressions of the Kardashians on SNL, you know that they can be played. They, up. they can be played up. Yes. Of course. Yes. See, here's the thing. With it being season What's six, What's the thing? and with <laughs> this, <laughs> and with the snatch game, not this is something that you know that you're going to go into. Right. So, any, I even think. For their audition tape, it was either back then or even now, they're required to show their character. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to pick someone like Kim Kardashian, you're not, you don't come out looking fishy, fish, fish. You come out with every funny thing possible about her. Over the top, exactly. Like like, uh, one of the judges said, the big butt, the Mm -hmm. big breasts, like just everything, you know, taking selfies all the time and things like that. Like there are so many funny things about Kim Kardashian that could have been played up that Gia did not do. Like, she sat there and tried to look real pretty and fishy and thought just by saying big black dick that, am I allowed to say big? Well, you black? already said it, so <laughs> it's our, the, that, that that would be that, funny that and hilarious. So, I mean, you know. Well, Gia, here's the thing. Gia, you are Asian. So, mm. right then and there. That's why, that's what didn't do it for me. Because, listen, if you're gonna impersonate someone, please, at least, okay, Last season, Roxy Andrews did Tamar, right? Mm-hmm. It was bomb, it was believable because she was able to somewhat look close to Tamar esque ish. Yeah. However, Gia, I I kept getting Kamorley Simmons the whole yes. night. You know, I was yeah. like Kim Car Kim was you no way in hell God descended upon the earth and said Gia, you need to look like Kim Kardashian. Would you look like Kim Kardashian? No. You know what I'm saying? It's like why do she just stuck to Selena? First off, if she stuck to Selena, I'm trying to figure out how was she going to make Selena funny. No, exactly. There was no way to make that funny. There was funny. no way to make Selena no funny. Way. I no mean, way. None. How, okay, you're, how would you make Selena funny? Oh, well, I grew up in New Mexico, so I grew up listening to Selena, and I've been to a, I went to three Selena concerts before she was murdered. <laughs> That's not funny. I'm not laughing. No, no, I'm, not, I'm not laughing. And so I've seen funny Selena moments, you know, like the way she dances and the way, like, there's just, if you, if you really want to get into a character, you can study a character and figure out and pull things to at least have, everyone has nuances, you know, even, I don't know, who, who's boring as hell. Pierce Morgan has nuances that you can imitate, you know? Yeah. It just depends on how well you want to study the, well, that I character. Well, I think that's what, and I think you said it, someone said it about the Saturday Night Live thing. They mm-hmm. take anybody and yeah. make them funny. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of course, they're professional actors and that, that's what their job is, but I agree with you. But yeah. I, I, what I kind of disagree is 
Gia doing the. I think it's okay for her to do an, a, a character who is not the same race as her. Yeah. Um, I think the whole problem was that the choice in character, she didn't make it funny. She didn't no. pad herself up, which yeah. she should have done. And then also, like, right before they're supposed to go out, she still didn't know who she was going to do. Yeah, she was going to be is... Selena, if she was going to be Kim Kardashian. And, of course, that's going to mess you up, right. too, yeah. because Mentally. you're not in the mindset of where you need yeah. to she be for She could have brought game. out a baby for that. I, I thought she should have had a blow-up Kanye doll. And, like, <laughs> you know, it, there's a lot of things she could have did. Just touching on Darian Lake and being Paula Dean. See that didn't read for me either, but I, I don't think we saw enough of it. I, I didn't yeah, see enough. Of I don't. It. I don't. I didn't. I got the stick of butter. That. I thought that was funny when yeah. she was eating the stick of butter, but that yes. was just about it for me. Yeah, she but, had. I thought she. To me, she sounded like Paula Deen. She looked like Paula Deen, mm-hmm. and she had these funny quips. But we, like, I felt like she just got short shrifted for whatever yeah. reason. But editing, you know, that's the, the beauty of television. So logo TV put up an uncut version. Uncut. Uncut version. Extended. Extended. Bigger, longer, uncut. No, but I'm going to stick with uncut. A longer, uncut version. You might might be saying Snatch Games. We like it long and uncut for the Snatch So, for this episode, do we all agree that starting the episode... Dirty. With, after April's elimination, that's got to go. I think that is a wasted time. Oh, yeah. I think we said this last week. Where yeah. they where they have previous and then they go into yes. yeah. But I think you, every season has to change. Like you guys have seen the the subtle changes in the season yes. when Ru mm-hmm. comes out and yes. the music and everything. They have to do something in order, even to spice it up. Even yeah, because it they people still like that. You know, right. the, the viewership viewers want like that drama, and they like they they her, April Carrion's fans. That's her last final moment. So, yeah. Logo and World of Wonder, they, every season they have to think of new ways to keep this show fresh and different, and they move things around. So, I, I agree. I don't think it's needed. Right. However, it's a nice, I guess. Because I think it takes away it takes away from the Snatch game. I think it takes away from the actual time, time of the show. Of the show so. But I think it, it also just allows banter between them as far as, like, the previous girl. Instead mm-hmm. of it being so rushed, like, okay, she's gone by, and then we're just going to carry on. It kind of lets us get back in like with the recap of it and what happened after like even now they're doing the whole when they're safe they're going they're following them backstage which is wonderful and, and like their little commentary and other stuff that we normally didn't see but that you're so. talking on on tuck when they go I'm well, yeah, but, but, the, the, yeah. but they okay. never they never they never aired that before like when no no it's during the Season the one, show, I thought. But they, but whenever the girls are safe, like they keep going with the the Camera, presentation. They the never, scenes. they never yeah. follow the safe girls to like the lounge and right. all that kind of stuff, and hear their little dialogue and commentary on their way to mm-hmm. the, the lounge. Because <laughs> it used to, to be, be interior illusions lounge. Now it's just the lounge. No, honey, it's. Backstage in the bathroom while you guys go untuck the in the car. Lounge. No, she called it. She called it the untuck lounge. Going, untuck in the trailer. Well, maybe you can answer the question. Hmm. This question: You guys are shooting in a studio now, right? It's a. It's a. It's a sound stage. Sound stage. But before, wasn't it music box? No, it wasn't music box. Hmm. It's always been. I think they always just use that the for sign. signage. Yeah, mm. it's always been a sound stage. Yeah, was, okay. Yeah. And every season, it's got it's it's gotten more. Elaborate, right? The sound. Yeah, because we've never seen them actually follow through the mm-hmm. soundstage before. Yeah, because we've ne- well, I've never seen that part of the. But soundstage. we didn't have the lounge in earlier seasons. That came in like season three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really untucked and all that. Because season one, they they were just in like a green room. Yeah, uh, season like one, a... they were in a shadow. Yeah. <laughs> They were in the dark. Yeah. Is, is that real? They were in the next room. They were, they were outside. You, you know what was going on in season one. The lost season for a reason. <laughs> I will say, I was also disappointed with Milk's Julia Child. Yeah. I felt oh, like yeah. okay. he could have done so much with that. Mm. He could have. I agree. And I so think... I think he's a beautiful person. Beautiful. They're all gorgeous boys. I'm like, what? But out of drag, he he does it for me. However, I will agree with you. (laughs) Julia Child could have been played up a lot more. I would have watched Julie and Julia over and over again and watched Meryl Streep. And she even made it funny. That's you. Yeah. That's a little static. Yeah. But I agree. And I think for me, I think he should have been in the bottom two. I think so, too. Well... 
if we're judging, I, and see, and this is the thing, I have a question. Do you guys think that they're judging on both Runway and Snatch Game, or just Snatch Game well, in I this think episode? Was, I think it was both, because, yeah. be, well, mm-hmm. and if we mean, for, are we moving on to, are we moving on to Runway? We can, ju- we, we can we, jump we, around. We jump okay, around. Yeah. So here, here's the thing about Milk that, that I and really like, and that I'm really into, is be, when he, when he walked out on stage, and as male room, I got chills. Reason being, he the way he entered stage was like, "Ha, get into yes. this!" Yeah, and, he, and like in yes. the tip of his head was like, "I eat, yes. eat all of this." And Rue's face, and even Rue's face was like, "Okay." Um, another moment where Rue was like, "Oh my god!" The hair reveal with Roxy, mm-hmm. yes. and Rue like genuinely, honestly, was like, "What am I looking at?" Right. You know. And with Milk, I was like, "Yes," because yes. when Milan did Boy with Janelle Monae. And season four, they clocked him for having, for being a mask. It wasn't, it was a masculine fitting suit. You know, it's drag. It's not glamorous. Milk still said, you know, I'm staying true to myself. I could put on all this girl glam drag, mm-hmm. but this, you know, I, I think this version of Rue is far more interesting than the drag, drag queen of the world Rue. Here's my only pro- um, oh, we all want to jump oh. in. It- Go first. Well, I, go. I said this. I said this to someone on Twitter earlier today. And the reason I think it's different than the Janelle Monae thing, the reason I think it's also different than Alaska being the farm boy, mm-hmm. is because first off, the Alaska farm boy thing was just bad in general. Yeah. But then this was an assignment. Yeah. Be mm-hmm. Rue. Right. So he took the assignment in a way that no one else exactly. would have yeah. taken the assignment. Exactly. And so that that to me is a little bit different because it's not like okay, you're given this thing and. And uh, you just choose like a random boy option, but mm-hmm. it's like no, he he chose Rue. A, ver- a very Rue. valid Rue yeah. because right. Rue is in as a male throughout the show. I mean, it, yeah. it made sense to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. However, my problem with it was the ball cap. It was oh, it was not so showing. It was ill fitting. Yeah. It was, and even in Tuck, there was behind his ear. It looked like a just tape that you could see, and maybe they couldn't see it on the runway because of the lighting. We've talked about this yeah. before, but it really bothered me. But you can see. The front of it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't done. It wasn't. It, it wasn't, wasn't done you know, properly. Right. Hollywood quality ball cap. Right. But and uh, I think. Well, while we're talking about the Janelle Monae thing, I I didn't mind that one too much because it was that's her style and mm-hmm. she is that, a female. Yeah. Right. So I didn't mind it too much, but you know, moving on to this milk issue, I I kind of agree. I want to I want to see something more glam. You know, I want to see him step out and say, you know what, I don't normally, this isn't normally what I do, but I can do it, right. and I can do it well. It's like Mimi, I'm first with, oh, sorry, go ahead, go tell you. Go ahead. It's like Mimi, I'm first when she, you know, season three was always like, you know, I'm campy, I do comedic drag, I'm not glamorous, I'm not a, a pageant queen, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. Again, quoting Untucked, this is the Olympics of drag. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you have to be a jack of all trades. Right. But I, I do think that, you know, the public... And the the fans are a little harsh with because we're so judgmental of these people. Yeah. As far as milk goes, what he did last night for me was brilliant brave. because brave and brilliant. Mm-hmm. I could I could have done without his explanation of it. It's like we get it. You're you're the antithesis of mm-hmm. of drag right now. Mm-hmm. But I'm like good for you because you looked great. You, it worked in the in the in the bravado he had. I mean, if you go back and watch when he stepped out onto the runway, he was hello, like, "Hello, hello, he, he walked like, and talked what? like Rue, yeah, and that's like, what I appreciated. It was too. like, to get a load of this. Like, ha- yeah. all of you have a Santino, have a seat. So, so I'm gonna have, you know, it was great. What I love about Milk is that he's beautiful. <laughs> you never know. You guys are blinded by beauty. You never know what he's gonna do, right? Because he takes an idea and he totally in his mind just comes up with something just far out there rather than the typical I want to go out there and look very pretty and right. polished. In my opinion, most of the girls did not have a rude look. Like they they were too all, close. They were there there were yeah. But out of all of them I don't know which two because I had out of two out of all girls. of them, there were some that really hit it. Like Darian Lake, I felt like even though she's a big girl, she hit that that masquerade look. I thought uh, Ben De La Creme, even though it wasn't like the feather exact look, but it was very close. Although I still see Michelle Visage when I look yeah, at him. Yeah, you can't get always. Around that. I can't. I can't get over that. But everyone else was kind of, and I still like it because it was Rue, but it was a blend of them as well. But I feel like the assignment was RuPaul. But, so was that the assignment to be Rue or be inspired by Rue? 
I took it as to be rude. I I took it as inspired by rude. Whoa. And so, uh, Laganja for me was the top in that category. In that sense, I I thought she took that the the look that she had for the promos for season four. Four, that whole robotic look, and she took it and she made it her own. She still had the hair, right? Mm-hmm. Um, she had somewhat of a body robotic, futuristic type of a thing to mm-hmm. it. Um, I appreciated that, but there were uh, there were some looks that I was just like, you close in the vicinity maybe took a wrong turn and you know that's but I think, where you ended I, I up. think what helped um, is when they did the split screens the, yeah. Um, yes. the actual, and which brought up the question that I have for all drag queens do you do do they all own something that's slightly they were I, my guess is this is what I thought close to root Paul's actual like because I feel like they must have been asked here's that before the show started here's a tidbit. Tony, Tony has an inside track go ahead Tony um if I have this correctly, and I think I do, when you're chosen for the show, you're given like a list of possible of, of things to kind of bring. Mm. Um, so I'm sure on there it had like a rule look mm. on there. So that was one of the things that they packed in order to make sure that they had for that challenge if they were still there for mm. that challenge. So, like, when preparing for, for RuPaul's Drag Race, not only do you have to bring wigs and nails and glue and makeup and all that kind of stuff, but you also have this list of things that you need to bring with you as well for certain challenges and certain things. You don't know when it's going to be used, but right. you just need to have it. But see, in this in this case, what, you know, what are the chances of two queens having the exact same kind of outfit? They don't know what, what yeah. other people have. For instance, like, even going back to the Snatch Game, um, I think it was Jocelyn said that she could do a better... Dresser, Fran Dresser, yeah. Courtney Act. Is that possible for two people to do the same character? Probably. If not. if that's if that's what you like, if we, we were contestants and mm-hmm. I thought of Fran Dresser, which I don't think I would ever do, right? And you thought of the same thing. How would that work out? How would that play out? But if, I I feel like they going there, they have to let them know who they're kind of planning to to do. Hmm. Either they're gonna like maybe. A, like a list of maybe possible three. I'm I'm not. I don't know that for sure, but right. this is just my guess. So that way, if there were any that were kind of similar, overlapping, it's kind of like, well, who are you gonna pick and which one? So that way, maybe they don't overlap, and if they do overlap, like I don't know how they would exactly handle that. But yeah, Rue, you know, call us. <laughs> well, obviously, she knows, right? I didn't, Courtney. Um, I. I thought Jocelyn Fox could do a better Courtney, a better Fran Drescher than Courtney. Right. But I didn't, still I didn't. Did, she still did great as Teresa. She was Jocelyn she, is actually really funny. Like her whole little opening she's funny, of like I just didn't read Teresa <laughs> Johnson. Well, the, yeah, I, I, that well, that whole little bit was funny to me. Yeah. Like the pronunciation of her name, and Johnson. then she was like, "We went way back to the beginning of family, and it's Johnson." And I was just like, "That's funny." <laughs> and her coming con- uh, answer oh. was. <laughs> But you know that's yes, a, that's that exactly funny. like I Teresa is one of those people where in her little interviews when she talks she screws up words she she makes up words she screws up words yeah and she will sit there and blink and be like that's right no that's that's <laughs> the word no that's it right and so I love that little bit coming <laughs> no cumin no coming <laughs> can I get a pina grigio what is it called uh, uh, pino grigio pino grigio yeah um, coming coming so yeah. <laughs> but she was one of the four that didn't really get a whole lot of um, mm-hmm. airtime, yeah. which is unfortunate because yeah. I think she's funny. She is, she is funny. Darian is funny. Courtney, I, I, again, I wanted to see something more from this episode. I think they they all, went, just like Laganja was saying, there were people who were succeeding, mm-hmm. and then that makes you kind of be like, oh, like I'm obviously not up to par. Right. And then I think that's when you get in your head. Mm-hmm. It's yes. like, oh my God, like I'm trying to do something, yeah. I'm trying to think and both that uh they mentioned milk. His wheels were always turning mm-hmm. because he was trying to think of stuff. And I think at that point in time, you're just you just feel like you're failing. When you have someone like Bianca Del Rio who from probably the time she entered and sat down was Judge Judy mm-hmm. and never missed a beat. Now, in my opinion, I think sometimes she was too much. And that she should have not always been so ready to like reply with everything. Okay. Like I feel like she was she was great as Judge Judy. I'm not gonna take that away from her. But there were times where I was like, 
oh, she's talking again. But again, I like that because I can see Judge Judy in that setting, and that's how Judge Judy is. She's in control of everything. If you ever yeah. watch the show, she's in control of the whole court. Well, so I didn't mind it too much. Plus, yeah. I, I actually like Bianca. I think I'm a big fan of her. I in do, too. I, I like Bianca. And do you I think... think she, oh. Um, do you think that the what happened in Untucked might have thrown Laganja in this episode? Because we talked about those, we talked about having those videos from home kind of be like a, a throwing you off your game because it makes you upset. I well, I have a little, I have a difference of opinion because when during Untucked and that whole exchange between her and Adore. And she this episode or last last week? No, this this okay. episode. Um, when when she was just like, you know, there was something that you said. You know, I can't pinpoint when it was, but it just made me feel, you know. And Adora's like, well, what did I say? Right. Well, I just can't remember. You remember what someone says, mm-hmm. right? Like if if I guarantee you, if, if Jason said something tonight that made me mad, and I held on to it for two weeks. I can let him know, this is what you said, this is the time you said it, and that's how I feel, and I still feel that way. But I kind of, that was the first moment where I felt like, and you talked about people being authentic, like Adore and everything, I felt like this is another moment, kind of related to last week, about making sure you get that camera time. And I felt like this was a moment where there really wasn't a situation, but maybe we're going to create something in order for the camera and attention to be on me. Well, I mean, if we're going to talk about Untucked, forget Laganja and Adore. Trinity K. Bonet's ex- reveal to America that she is HIV positive was, yeah. a, I was, I, did, I had no idea. You know, I'm, I'm friends with these people now, and I blew me away. Yeah. Blew me away. And Trinity K. Bonet, she did in the Snatch Game. Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. Bomb.com. You and thought it was bomb? And she changed her wigs. You thought it was bomb? I don't think, I don't, okay, I don't she think. She copied Chad Michaels. I don't yes, think. In the same seat. In the same seat. Aside from that, I didn't see, aside from the look, that was it. That was it. Oh. Nicki Minaj, you could have played that up. But oh, Darian Lake could have played. See, I, a difference of opinion. We see aesthetically yes. because I thought Darian Lake looked like a blonde Delta Burke. You know, I just it didn't didn't do it for me. Right. And also Bianca Del Rio being Judge Judy, you saying that she was team too much. I think that. It goes back to who else was team too much one um in one season three, someone that was way was out of line in season three during the snatch game. Bianca Del Rio was a bit like in everyone else's, you know, throwing stuff, being out of control. I, I, I just I I, I, I actually Bianca. think that helped her. They, I, I think so. She didn't win. She didn't win, but I think that I think it helped. Yeah, the, the magic of editing, really, because I'm sure. sure there's so much more that has gone on, or there's probably better moments that got left on the cutting room floor that would probably helped a lot of other people shine a lot more. Yeah. Right. But I do like again. I think out of the snatch game, the best, the best one would have had to have been Bianca Rio for Judge Judy. She was the most believable in her character. Everyone else, she was. But I, I think I think it was re- to for me. It was really close between Adore, Bianca, and um, Ben. Ben. Those those were like yeah. my top three. Bianca being because ben. ben had some comebacks for uh, Nicki Minaj about the whole English thing. I was rolling when she said that. Mm-hmm. Well, so, we invented the language. Yeah, yes. it was just those little things. It was just so quick and so right, yes. like yes. right on it. But like for me. Nicki Minaj, the look was great. The whole wig thing, I agree. That was so Chad Michaels. And, you know, if First you're going to do something, do it original. Do if something original. But if you're going to change the wig, be ultra dramatic about it. Mm-hmm. You Thank know you. what I mean? Like, it should have been, like, a, a Nicki Minaj, like, one, like, very tame. And then if you change the wig, it needed to be, like, totally different. something ridiculous. Because if I recall, Chad Michaels, when she not only changed wigs, she changed outfits, didn't she? No, or am I am just, I making that up? It was just wigs, but she had really about she had wigs, she had about so. three okay. of them. Yeah. like she went from blonde then to she had black, the black yeah. and then I think didn't she have the the Academy the Award thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like those were dramatic changes. That was funny because every time they cut to her, she had on a different wig. She was yeah. ready, and, yeah. but she was also still in the game. Mm-hmm. 
Trinity Bonet was like, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't write anything down because I was trying to fix my wig. And even that, you could have played that up to, like, a Nicki Minaj moment because she yeah. would have some, she would say stuff like that. But Trinity, I'm, you know, I'm team Trinity for the simple fact that her look is always on point. Her look is always on point. She is, I mean, at the premiere, what she had on was disgustingly bomb. She's dope. Trinity K. Bonet is, and, and what blows my mind is that he's a very masculine dude mm-hmm. outside of drag. He's real hood. Mm-hmm. But when he's in drag, he's ridiculous. And he even said on Twitter, you know, he should have won the first challenge that he was in because he was the best one. Oh, I call that. I said that too. Uh, yeah. And it was like, you know, yeah, I agree. You're amazing. But back to Untucked, when you reveal, you become relatable. And when he revealed that he was HIV positive, people in the past have done that. But it was more shocking, I think, for me to hear from him because he's so young. One, he's only 23. Mm-hmm. And then... The way the way he did so Monica Beverly Hills last season, you know, I'm transgendered or I'm you know I'm going through the change, et cetera, et cetera, and it was like okay, but for well, some didn't Monica do it on stage? I thought yeah, and then Trinity did it Trinity did it backstage. 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 I think Angina did it on stage. Angina yeah. did it on stage yeah. in season one. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and some people online were saying it was kind of gimmicky that you know Drag Race always has that story. You know, they always have that ah uh, moment, but. I thought Trinity's awe moment was more powerful and I think for me very well received just because the way just the way he just you know, it is what it is. You the know? way the the way he described it that you know, that he does have HIV but you know, he still has so much to live for. Yeah. You know, and, and okay. the things that he wants to accomplish. And I, I, I think that was a great moment, but how this goes back to this whole, you know, the show is not rigged, but he was in the bottom two last week and in my opinion I think April did better. In the I challenge, think April did better in the challenge. Having that said, do you think that she was not saved because of this moment, because of this reveal that we were eventually going to see later from Trinity? I, I don't. I don't. It didn't seem like something mm-hmm. that was contrived. Like I, right. I think it was something that so, she just freely decided do you to think, talk about. Do you, do, you, do you think they all have like these um, moments where their parents are sending them, no, uh, you know, video messages? Do you think all the queens have that, and they're they're just ran, you know randomly picking well, that? I I think they each one of them is going to have some sort of moment, whether it's a significant other mm. or a parent or something, something related to their story. Right. Like I know knowing Laganja. I know that that is a situation that she was going through as far as when she started doing drag, it was a lot for her parents to handle. Mm-hmm. And so I think that goes along with her story. Right. Um, you know, Trinity being able to tell about how her mom was in the hospital and, you know, saying that she wasn't going to leave her until she was on drag race because she hasn't been on drag race mm-hmm. yet and all that kind of stuff. That obviously went with her, her story. You right. know what I mean? So I think... When it comes to these videos, they pick people specific to their story. Right. I'm pretty sure when, because uh, we keep seeing Jocelyn Fox saying she feels guilty for being here. We'll see that later. Whoever is going to be in that video is mm-hmm. going to be the reason why she feels guilty for being here. And that's going to be explained. So when it's all pro- about their story. When producers pick cast members, they're, they're not just picking people. And we talked about this a little bit in the first two episodes. They're not just picking people just because they're good at drag. Mm-hmm. Because then you could have so many people on the show because I'm sure there are tons of queens out there, and we've seen them in West Hollywood, that mm-hmm. are just good at drag. Mm-hmm. But you also, if you're going to be on television, you also have to have a compelling story. So I'm sure that it's like, yes, you have these distinctive queens who are very good at drag, but you also have to have people that that you want to watch, that you're engaged with, and you want to learn about them. Mm-hmm. Because it's reality TV, so you yeah. want to hear that person's story. But do you story. think it takes away from the, the competition? Well, that's what we have to remember. This show is a competition. Right. So the, a lot a, people speculate. I mean, I guess to me, I get asked questions all the time. Like, you know, what goes on behind the scenes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The casting, whatever. First of all, the casting process is very, is very um, involved. There's a lot of things that go into casting. There's a lot of rounds of casting for any reality show. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once you get the cast and once you get things set in stone, now you have to realize that it is a competition. There's the integrity of the competition Mm -hmm. that must be protected. Like, your question, Kenny, was do you think that Trinity's reveal was the reason why she was safe? I don't think think they 
film that I, I don't think those correlated on the same day you know I don't think Rue knew that or maybe there, there's certain things that the judges don't know about these people mm-hmm. in order to, to protect the integrity of the competition mm-hmm. that the producers and people behind the scenes know because they have to create a story there's mm-hmm. there's there's like NDAs and things you sign to keep things you know under under control so yeah and Jackie to don't your to your sorry to your point about you know they they could they can get a myriad of people to do drag but they want to get people to have compelling stories i honestly feel that drag race has just gotten lucky with finding really unique people yeah and so these really unique people come with these really unique stories because not every season is there like, a, oh my god, what was me? You know, like season three, I don't think there was any kind of drama or anything like that, or any no one dying or you know anything like that. So it just depends on the people they pick and what and what baggage they come with. Yeah, but I think they the casting finds out about all of that through all the interviews yeah, and they, applications yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But sometimes you, it, oh sorry, go ahead. Oh no, I just feel like sometimes they they overexploit it, like the the producers do to a certain extent. Not I, always. But I don't to know a certain extent. I don't know. I don't know if it's the producers or the people on the show that, I think are, that are doing that. No. I, I more so you producers don't have anything unless you give it to them. Exactly. This so is true. so, but the, but they do know things. They know things, yes. But they're not going. I don't feel like they come on and say, okay, this. Tell them about this. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't feel like they mm-hmm. they do that. Mm-hmm. I think it just just like Trinity. I don't think she probably had any intentions that day of revealing that, but right. they were just having a conversation and it came about. Mm-hmm. If she did it on the main stage, right We'd before look at judging, yeah, right, so look at then it it's kind of like okay, now you you want to play that card for mm-hmm. But I think was, right, but I think in the back, you know, away from the judges, and not even in front of. All Everyone. Of them. No. It was it was just the ones that were safe. Having a conversation and then it comes up. You know, it's like they have that and now here we go with that. Right. So I also feel that for me, her reveal was more I had seen her struggling on and she was frustrating me because watching someone who keeps struggling on a show where you're like, You're lucky to be on this show mm-hmm. because there's such fierce competition. And so with her I was just seeing a person who looked beautiful but was struggling in the competition. Mm -hmm. And so you kind of see, you're like, maybe this person felt like they had wanted to share this with these people the whole time. Mm -hmm. And that was what was happening. And instead, where in other instances you feel like they're telling it to impress the judges or something like that because they're telling, you know, they're telling the judge panel and everybody. Right, it's like saving grace. Well, The will, whole, la- I'm sorry, go ahead. I will say that next week we do see Trinity K. Bonet in a very amazing new light. Um, she, like I said, I can't divulge a lot, but you, the struggle that you see her going through, you'll be like, okay, like, sh- she comes into her own. She reminds this- me a lot of um, season two, the winner, Tara Sanchez, a little bit. How she I was very, like, by herself. She didn't want to get personal with anybody. She wanted to be in that little shell. And in, in the end, at the end of the day, she won. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm seeing a little bit of that with Trinity. Yeah. But I, I also, I think this made this reveal made sense to me in right. a way that her struggle started to make sense. I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I get where you're coming at. And, and again, it goes back to the authenticity of it. You know, like, can you, you hit the nail on the head? She could have easily been, oh my God, you know, I'm just going, like, on the main stage where Roxy I was right. That was but, my thing last yeah. year. But yeah. she was like, you know what? Look, I, 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 I caught a case. I made some mistakes, but I'm here now. Let's keep it moving. And that's what I appreciate about her. Mm. The, the lip sync for your life. Okay. I have a request for Logo and World of Wonder. I love you guys. But can we get like a Janet Jackson song? Yeah. Or something. Something not boring. <laughs> but it, but here's the thing. The reason why those songs are chosen is because they, they cost a lot of money, money. Yeah, to we get, get that. Yeah. We get that. To get the, the kind, new new material is very expensive. So I mean, for them to get some of the songs they do, when they every also, season they have that one where you're like, oh, oh that yeah. was bomb. That yeah. was yeah. the one. That was the one. But not this is. And I, I like Lisa Lisa and Cold Jam. I grew up on that. I I, I do I do like that song. Uh, Michelle was like, that should have been my song back in the <laughs> I was. A little disappointed in Gia in this lip sync. I felt like she was trying <laughs> to just pull oh, the poor, poor wonky eyes. Let's let's first of all, okay. Eyeball. The RuPaul look for me, Gia. On Gia? I didn't. I didn't Gia. I didn't get it. I didn't. It I was, didn't like it. I didn't. Mm-hmm. The wig. Nothing. First off, Rue never had that whole black 
blonde thing until this season. Until this season. So how how is it that Gia tried to do that look now, now with that it was it was not a rude look at all i will say though i i kind of felt bad for her when santino when they were doing the critiques and there are things that certain that people can help like their look their wig there's certain things that people can't help like their wonky eye and i think he oh. made said well you said wonky eye i said wonky but eye. it is very noticeable though i mean it, it is sometimes it's just like <laughs> fluttering and you have no idea where it's going to end up here's part I'm, of the thing too i think it has to do it's not necessarily that the eye itself is wonky it <laughs> has to do and i know i hate i hate i hate scrutinizing this because i have a wonky eye and i do Jackie, and, i've never all. seen you have a well, oh, I totally have a wonky eye. I smile and one eye is like... Yeah, we all have it. It's like that teacher from Daria. Right. Um, but... <laughs> just heard Steve laugh. Um, but it's the way she's putting on her um, her fake eyelashes, one of them keeps sticking. Right. And I think that's what the problem is. It's like, I don't know, girl, if you're using too much glue or what, but it's like in her go away video, her takeaway video, the eye, the, the lash was sticking to her face. Yeah, well, you know, what's funny about Gia is that Gia from the, on the premiere, Gia had showed the, the most promise to me when she came in and she, she did. her one-liners are po- on point. Her, her, like, her friend just landed tilapia. Everything she, everything about her was over the top. Amazing. I remember when we were shooting the, um, the first episode with the, with Michael Reese, she, she walks in, I'm like, oh my god, who is this girl? Like, cause even her, just her existence that day was just full out. And I guess they're all doing that because they want to make an impression. You know, it's the first episode. It's the first time we see them. So I was hoping for Gia to really, on the lip sync, be that same girl. But Even she was she was concentrating on being fishy, fishy, fishy. And taking off the gown. My, my uh, <laughs> Oh, first off, if you're going to, like Bianca said, if you're going to do a reveal, we know it's coming off. Take the dress off. But, but if you're going to have something underneath it, have it be the shit. Right. Yeah, was that like, was a bathing suit. <laughs> Like, Where's the suit? That was. But, uh, that but was us. this is this is my thing with with the lip sync is that a you are you know you know how the song is going to be so like the people people who who end up winning these lip syncs are the people who actually get the song and feel the song so Laganja was like really in it giving us the shablams the splits and all that kind of stuff Gia was prancing around trying to be real fishy trying to be. <laughs> And then the voguing was just like it. That's one of those things where it's like I need to do something to like hopefully save my grace. I don't think that's a song that you would vote to. It was. It's, it's not a song that you would vote to at all. It's a song that you would give us like a snake. Yes. Yeah. Or some, you know, exactly. some, some down of to the, the best lip syncs have been. Okay, let's go back to season four. Um, Latrice Royale. Oh. Lip sync. I mean, she aside did, from the shoes coming off, to, okay to, to natural woman. Yeah. She Paula Kenya Michaels was just all around her and. Latrice embodied what mm-hmm. that song but again, was. You can't beat Latrice at a lip sync, though. Or you not to can't. that song. I mean, well, that is, that song is her. Any, but here's the thing, though. Any true performer, okay, I, I'm a huge Shangela fan, right? Shangela can lip sync to any song. I mean, her challenge in season three was country. Remember when they got mm-hmm. to choose a genre? And she did, and I thought she was great. The, Tony, Amen. They know the damn song ahead of time, and you got You got to feel it. You got these songs. They've been singing them their whole life anyway. That's what blows me. That's what blows my mind about the lip sync. You, as a guy, a boy, myself, I will probably I'll lip sync some of these girls to some of these songs because it's not that hard. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? It's not that hard to lip sync for your life. Just go in, know the song, and live. And I just don't understand why these queens, season after season after season, except for Latrice, have been felt have felt so miserably at that. I think it's because you. It's it's definitely an it factor. Whatever that it factor is, no one has been able to explain it. But there are certain people who are able to walk out on stage and do absolutely nothing, and you are captivated by that what Janet what, Jackson what they do. stare. Uh, for <laughs> like when when Michael Jackson in the Super Bowl hopped up. And stood there forever. Mm-hmm. Well, and he is every, Michael Jackson. That's but another but thing. again, he has that kind of star power. That there, are, there are people who literally walk just out. Envision Latrice hopping up out of this <laughs> out, out of a pop up machine. So she wouldn't. No. She, she wouldn't be like Michelle Williams. She wouldn't no. be like Wiggly Wobbly. There, there would be no no um, nice weave layout like Kelly Rowland. It would be. A sight, but but basically, I just, love the tree. Sorry, I, I love the tree too. Basically, to say that you know, there are some people when when they're in that li- that lip sync, you can tell that they turn desperate because they are not 
they're not those natural people that you're going to focus on. There are people who simply you just focus on because they have that it star performance quality about them. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, I say it, just the song. You, they know it's poor. That's a fun 80s song. Yeah, it's I a, mean, I, I, it's a great song, but I don't think it's a lip sync song. But what? What? None of them are lip sync songs, Kenny. They're all last week. What did we have last week? I can't remember, but it was a good. Last one. Last week was good. The best lip sync song they had was what? Slave Britney Spears. Yeah, that was amazing. Ever since then, I've been. That was the one where I like. What yeah. was the lip sync last? I'm trying to remember because I, I we. <laughs> Because it was the best one so far. I was like, thank God. Yeah, because it... Oh. No, another another great lip sync was Dita and um, This Will Be. Natalie Cool. That was great. Oh, yes. I really love that because of her cabaret, like, shuffle. And the wig. Yeah. And, of course, Roxy and And Alyssa Alyssa with the whip your hair back. And see, okay, that's another another example. Roxy was like, prepare. That's a moment that we will never forget. She didn't have long enough hair. She said, this song is whip your hair. I mean, stopped and was like, I got some for that ass. And it went 22 inches and she was ready. Alyssa was not. But she still performed. Well, it wasn't like it, she, wasn't, she wasn't ready. She just, you know, didn't have that long 22 inches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the, what I'm learning about, I mean, since being on Drag Race, I before Drag Race, I wasn't really um, versed in the with world. Drag? No, versed with, in the world of drag at all. But I'm sorry, you weren't what? Versed in, the, versed in drag. Okay. I had no idea... I didn't. I knew drag queens existed, but I didn't know what it took to become a drag queen. That's a lot. And I, people, you know, I will say that these young men are stars in their own right, and there's every reason why they are they are on the platform that they have now after every season because it takes a lot to do what they do. Mm-hmm. And I do think that us as viewers, we were too, we're, we're really caught up in the whole show, but we don't actually appreciate the art form that is drag. I mean, like okay, you're like a fan of Bianca Del Rio, mm-hmm. who I mean, I'm um, sorry, Ben De La Creme, mm-hmm. th- he's exquisite every single time. That takes mm-hmm. a lot of work. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. And so I just, you know, like on Twitter, people people always ask, you know, what do you think? What do you think? How do you feel about it? I will just say this for the Twitterverse that drag, is, the reason why drag is so mainstream now is because it is an art form, akin to dancing, singing. Movies. I mean, it's up there now. Well, drag, drag goes way back to Shakespeare time. I think yeah, that's mm-hmm. where the term drag came from. So, Kabuki. Yeah. Kabuki. Kabuki. As yeah. Gia did. Yeah. She should have did Fresh something from Kabuki. Oh, I had a question for you. Since you weren't here last week and we were talking about Milk and her outfit and it just came to me. Mm-hmm. What do you think about her outfit last week? Her pregnancy outfit. Because, you know what? Here's a, I didn't mind it. Okay. You know why? Because there's always one person on the red carpet that is not as glamorous as everybody else. <laughs> there's always that one crazy person who thought they had it right, and they don't. And I think Milk was that. I think that it was very risky for her to, A, have that dress, that hair, and everything, and then be pregnant on top of that, and then those socks and shoes. Like, that was definitely worse dress on Fashion Police, Joan Rivers would not have it type of moment. I didn't mind it. I thought it was, once again, Milk being the type of person where she's like, I'm not going to be glam like everyone else. I'm going to be that one crazy one that just looked like she threw something together and is going to go in and win a Tony. I think it's going to hurt her in the long run. I, I think they're slowly getting tired of it. Right. But I think now her challenge is... To be glam, and I think when she does, she's going to pull that off. She's going to be uncomfortable, but I think she's going to pull it off. I think, yeah, I I would agree with that. Okay, mm-hmm. it just jumped in my head. So <laughs> I did not like Gia's exit. I thought she was a real bitch. Yeah, that was a jerky exit where she's like, "Y'all are just men." Well, she's bitter. There have many people who are bitter when they get. Think about all the people who went first. That's true. They're bitter, but you Tell know what? Though, she's still nice. But you know what? Yeah. I have to. I was actually shocked. I I, I actually didn't think G was going to go home this week or this soon. I thought I didn't either. I thought that she deserved to be in the bottom two, but I also thought Milk should have been in the bottom two with her. I don't think Laganja should have been in the bottom two. I think because Milk we was go, saved by her runway. Yeah, I agree. She was well. I agree because Laganja Laganja was in bomb in the snatch game. I think, but it's like, but Laganja's but, look was was well too. I think Milk just had such a shock value to it. That to punish, to punish think, him for that would have, to us, been like, that's wrong. But judging from the Snatch game, I didn't, I think if you were to judge, I think Laganja was better than Milk. Because I, 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 didn't, I didn't like, and if you're going to go by the Snatch game, I think Nicki Minaj, that tanked for me. That was just probably the worst. And I know you, you I, I love Trinity. I think she's a great queen. I just didn't think, I didn't see enough of that. Because you saw nothing. 
Milk's, yeah, I kind of take that. Milk's, you know, fortune fortune for the bull. Milk, milk said, look, balls to the wall, and it paid off for him. It saved him this week. You know, they, again, the judges said, Milk, you know, can we see something different? Tony, you're, you're exactly right. Will he, will he give you glam? And if he does, can he pull it off? I think he can. I think I he'll think be he flawless. I think, I think he will be. I think he's, I think he's playing the game. He's, you think so? Uh, yeah. He's, he's like, I could, I could do that. I would be uncomfortable, but I could be like that. But this is my aesthetic. And even in the, even in his, his video, um, his, uh, audition tape, none of his looks were glam. And each look had a different name, and it was just as interesting and creative as the next one. You know, it was interesting. I think he said it. I, for me, I kind of don't. When the show first began, I don't want to watch any interviews. I don't want to watch yeah, any do anything because I want to be. I want that first impression when they walk through the door in the first episode. I want mm-hmm. that to be my first impression. And I guess, I guess, I should go back and watch the interviews and the you know meet the queens, but. I feel as though when the show actually, when they shoot the show, you guys, when they first walk out, I, I think that's an important um, reveal reveal for your character and for, of you course. know. And I, when she first came out, I took notice and I thought, yeah. and I was like, oh, this is it. She's going to be interesting. But now I feel I'm getting to the point where I want to see something different. For me, I think the best characters watching over the last four seasons, the best characters that have been the ones that in the long run have kicked ass have been the ones that have come out. Not as powerful, mm-hmm. but show Willem. You know, slow and steady wins the race. Versus Laganja, Team Six, Raider. Like you know, just come on, season six. You know what I mean? Like it's like when you, come I on, think, fish. And I think that the, especially come on, Bianca, Kenny. I think they're all. <laughs> where are we going? <laughs> I think that we all. I think we're, I'm getting annoyed by her. I really am. And it started with the untucked. It started when I first saw it, and I agree. It's like the whole turban thing. You know, she wants this attention, but at the same time. Keep going? Is that what you're telling me? No. Laganja is someone that has planned... Stephen's doing this. Not only that her... keep going. She's not, she's not only planned her looks for the runway, but she has planned her boy looks as well when she walks into the, to, into the workroom. Who, Laganja? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's annoying. Um, we're wrapping up. Uh, any more comments before we throw it into predictions about the episode? I'm just curious as to who you thought was the most rue. Because um, I had two, too. I'm trying to think because I was watching it at Mickey's last night. Um, I think I thought every Monday night at 9 p.m. in West Hollywood. I thought the girl. I, I would have, honestly, I would have to see them again and be like, okay, boom, because it was so like oh, yeah. quick, fast. very quick and fast. But um, I my favorites, and I shouldn't have favorites because I know them all. But I really am a fan of Laganja, and after last night, I'm even a bigger fan of Laganja. Seeing her perform live, ridiculous, hands down, one of the best drag performers performances I've seen in a long time. And I definitely like Bianca Del Rio. But they're all amazingly talented. So I think the two are Darian and Courtney. Really? Oh no. Courtney Act, yes, boom. Thank you so much. Yes, that built that, that Bob Mackey, that nineteen nineties VHS that realness. It was great, but I was watching because for you viewers, you know I like I like theater queens. Mm-hmm. I like queens who do acting in their shtick. Mm-hmm. So for me, Jocelyn had these movements that were so rude. Mm-hmm. Like the outfit was rude, but she, the movements, like she was coming out and giving the me feather. the she the is cover girl. very under the radar. Yeah, and mm-hmm. she's very likable. She's very Ivy yeah. Winters. She's Ivy Winters of this especially un, in Untucked, how she defends people and mm-hmm. she like really. I've never really seen her say anything bad towards anybody. Right. And I, and I think that's going to resonate with, well, I, I like her. Because like at her. first I was just like, oh, who? I, I think uh. she, I think she, you're right. She is an Ivy Winter. You know, and just like yeah. cute and likable and whatever. She's, I'm just here for the party, you know? Yeah. Not, She's going to be Miss Congeniality. Yes. Probably. No. Probably. Yeah. Mm. Anything else, guys? Mm-mm. Before we throw in the predictions? Mm-mm. All right. Well, your After Buzz TV you predictions. predictions. So, what are we predicting for next week? I don't uh, see I the have, previews. I have no predictions. My DVR cut off. Really? <laughs> I see no previews for next week. I didn't see them because I watch I watched the I watched the show on logo.com. Well, I'll tell you next season, next week we have Eve and Trina um as the guest. I love judges. Trina. Nice. Yeah. She's the baddest bitch. <laughs> in, in, in that, in, so that sounds like a singing In challenge. that case, I feel like Where my people at? I feel like Laganja is going to <laughs> Turn it up. I or it could like be a dancing challenge. I feel like she's going to be on top. <laughs> I didn't see the preview either. I apologize because I watched it online as well. And uh, they don't have it online. So. You you guys, next, you will be thoroughly surprised next episode. Hmm. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Why is I that, Jason? Feel like, I feel like there's going to be some torque action going on. 
Peanut butter. That's, peanut butter. That's all our time. Where can we find you guys? Let's start with Jason. Um, you can find me on Twitter at JDC Forever, also on Facebook at the Jason J. Carter fan page, and at SayWhatWebShow.com. And also, don't forget, WoW presents the uh, Pit Crew. Oh, Pit Crew show. every Thursday, 1 p.m. Oh, okay. Pit Crew. Yes. <laughs> cool. Tony? You can find me on all social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Lounging with Tony or on my website, loungingwithtony.com. And don't forget to subscribe to Lounging with Tony on YouTube. <laughs> Are you done? <laughs> now I am. <laughs> Jackie <laughs> at one two three Jackie underscore B on Twitter at one two three Jackie B on Instagram and you can find me at K A Y S E E H two five next to Jackie Instagram Twitter yeah all that good you stuff. guys can Thank find you for watching. It's too hard to spell. For Make me. a comment. Hit us up on iTunes, Twitter. That's Kim, it. Guys. respond to comments. Uh, Cam wants us to body roll out. Oh, I can't do that. Okay, I can't roll out. Bye. Can I get a oh, maniacal laugh from Jackie with her mustache? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.